is this working? I don't even know. Probably. Check, check, check one, two. <laughs> Mike, check. Who's Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Such, it was like it was like kind of a pity laugh, but also just like a you actually like dad jokes laugh. What a classic joke. <laughs> Just here for the classics. Uh, I've cleared my throat so we can start. (laughs) (laughs) Is that how this works? That's how it seems to work. I feel like my voice sounds like fucking shit. It sounds better than it did the last time we recorded. Yeah, that's true. But I just, like, I've been talking all week and, like, laughing a lot, too. Yeah. And so... And you've been in loud places. And I've been in loud places where I have to, like, talk for 16 hours straight and, like, scream to customers, so... I sound like a man. Cute <laughs> boots. Was bad. Oh yeah, I like recently found those in my closet. Um, so not like are they new? no, they're very old. I just like I used to wear them more when I was like dating Pama, and also I'll maybe I'll talk about this on the podcast a little bit. I um, I've been like investing more in like my physical appearance, which is like, <laughs> you never know by looking at me right now. <laughs> So I couldn't get through those straight face. I have like no, I have like I have like the remnants of makeup on. My skin is horrendously broken out. My hair is a mess. I'm wearing like borderline pajamas. But today's a terrible example. When Sarah comes over, I just let it all go to shit. Neither of us cares whatsoever. You actually look really cute today. Thanks. I um, and your skin's like radiantly glowing. I put pants on. Thank you. You did. You put pants on. You've like yeah. You like. I don't usually get this version of you. <laughs> no. I usually get the, like the me version of you yeah, right exactly. now. I'm still not wearing a real bra, but you but know. like it's but it's, like, it's a cute, like cute and trendy. Yeah, like you don't need to wear a real bra, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been like investing more in my physical appearance, and it makes me feel better about myself. Like actually valuing that, I guess. Yeah. And, like, being like, yeah, you know what? Like, it's worth me looking cute sometimes and, like, trying to be totally. trendy and fashionable. Like, I can do that. That can be a thing I do. Like, why not? Yeah, exactly. Why not? Like, why is that something I decided that I don't... Like, fuck. Yeah. Anyway. I know. Sometimes, like, I'm like, at what point did I decide that this was, like, what I wear? <laughs> but I, well, and I don't. And I think, like, at one point... At what point was I like, yeah, like, I dress like a homeless 13-year-old and, like, that's my fashion sense. Like, I don't it. actually like it. It doesn't make me feel good. Right. So why did I... Why... No, I'm like, changing don't it. Like, I'll step it up every now and then, but, like, most of the time, I'm like, eh. Well, and I still like dressing like a homeless 13-year-old boy, right. but, like, it's not... It doesn't need to be my go-to all the all the sure. time. Sure. I agree with that. Right? So, yeah, I've, like... Well, I think I think I had, like, we recorded the one day. I had bought, like, a, I had bought, like, one trendy outfit, and I was like, I'm gonna go shopping. And then <laughs> I bought some more stuff. Shopping. Shopping and, like, put some outfits together and, like, really have been making an effort. And, like, it makes me feel better. And then, like, when people say... Hey, I like your outfit. I'm like, thank you. I actually tried to pick this out and yeah, put thank this you. together. I, tried really hard for I actually this. like invested in this, and there's no shame in saying that, and there's no shame in caring because like I should value myself. So goddamn it, I'm going to anyway. Yeah, this is the small and the angsty. This is the small and the angsty. Yep, I'm just gonna echo everything you say the whole podcast. Go, you just talk and I'll repeat it. My name is Sarah. My name is Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sam. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> Clear your throat more. Don't <laughs> go, go all the time. We have well, we've we haven't seen each other in about three weeks. Which is crazy. Which is a lot. Um and thank God we I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, so glad we have a podcast that like I get prioritized. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's true. It is true. Well, if you really like, want to hang out with a friend, get a podcast. It's, it's good advice. I got back <laughs> last night and I was like, I was like, fuck, we're so behind. We have to record. So you're the first person that I texted. I loved like, it. I, I was got like, back early. I was so excited that you texted me because I, I felt bad. I knew you were coming back and I was like, I don't want to like harass her. I want to give her some time to like decompress. But also like, I also just genuinely really wanted to hang out with you because I didn't seen you in so long and well, I had so much life too. shit to catch like, up on. That was my thing too. I was like, I have so much like to tell her and I hadn't seen, I haven't like hung out with. Like, with anyone, I'm with assuming. anybody, no, yeah. I haven't hung out with anybody, like, outside of work, and, like, I love my coworkers, and, like, I'm very lucky to be able to call them friends. Yeah. Like, for the most part, but also, like... <laughs> <laughs> there are those those few. They know who they are. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I haven't, like, just, like, chilled with a friend in a really long time, so I was like, ugh, gotta text Sam and let her know, because I got, I was supposed to get back tonight, um, but we finished a day early, so I got back like late last, not late last night, but like later, like nine ish. Yeah, that's fair. Last night, and I was just like, "We gotta record this week because then I'm also working Kids Choice Thursday, Friday, and Saturday." Yeah. And I was like, "I was like, let's just like record now so that we know for a fact we have an episode." Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the total. Yeah, very smart. Which I totally would have texted you and found out about, but I was like, I don't want to like. I feel like I'm always like. <laughs> But I also genuinely just wanted to hang out. I haven't yeah. seen you in so long. I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> How is your... Uh, so I... Let's give the, the quick highlight reel of what, what's been going on. Um, so I was in Washington, D.C. for work. Um, yeah. With the kids. How are the kids? Uh, fucking great, as always. Great. Um, it was a really, really good group. I, of course, had the toughest group. Um, but I bet you killed it. I did my best. It was like my first... <laughs> Um, no, I, no, not at all. No, I mean, I think we did really well. It was my first time on this particular trip with this facilitator. Okay. Um, and so I was, like, feeling a little bit pressure to, like, you know, like... Perform. Be my best. Yeah. Um, and I think that I did really well, and I think that I, like, handled my situation, because we have night, nightly meetings, and, like, every night I was, like... Everyone's like, my group is amazing and, like, glowing, like... And you're like... Mm. And I'm like, so my group had this issue and this issue and, like, the my facilitator was just like, wow, like, thank you so much for, like, handling it and, um, you know, just doing really, really well at, like, fixing situations. <laughs> handling a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Um, but the trip itself was amazing. I didn't know... Or, like, realize how much I would like Washington, D.C. It's pretty... I mean, well, like, the nice part of D.C. is nice. The rest of it's yeah. super fucking shitty. Yeah, but, but it was, like, just really gorgeous. Yeah, I wasn't expecting beautiful. it. Because I haven't been there in, you know, Since 10 we're years. Child. Yeah. yeah. Um, more than 10 years. And so I, I was just, like, pleasantly surprised. Um... So that was really fun. You, like, feel smarter being there somehow. Yeah, no, <laughs> totally. Like, you get, like, weird, like, American pride. <laughs> it's very strange. Well... Actually, the thing is, like, after going to all the um, museums and, like, going to all the exhibits and stuff, I was like, wow, America, like, was built on, like, really shitty ideals and, like, really <laughs> Oh, awful super fucked up, like, yeah. Like, we went to the um, African American Museum of History and Culture. Oh, God. And it was, like, fucking phenomenal and, like, beautiful, but it was just, like, it, like, I've, like, going through it, I was like, oh, my God, like... Like, you, you know, like, you know the history, kind of, but it's, like, you don't know, like, the extent of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, how good do you... Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. And so... You get it, I mean, we get such an airbrushed version of everything. Yeah. So, it was just, like, going through all that, and then going through, like, um, the capital, we had this great tour guide who was, like, this Scottish guy who was, like, I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything for you. He's, like, America yeah. was built on slavery, and, like, these yeah. pictures depict that. Yeah. And I was just, like, 
America sucks. <laughs> but like, I mean, like all that like aside, I still really enjoyed the trip. That's I really awesome. Washington. Um, and then I was back for a day, two days, um, and then went to San Bernardino to go work um, for Beyond San Wonderland. San Bernardino. Yeah. Talk about... Talk about the nice parts of Southern California. Yeah, oh, God. That is not one of them. <laughs> nope, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've been there for the past week doing um, set up and tear down for um, merch at Beyond Wonderland, which is like a festival. You've just been working your ass off, basically. It's working really hard, yeah. and I'm so fucking tired. I'm sure, yeah. Um, I'm like still, like my body is still so sore. Because I'm, like, we were doing, like, manual labor, like, yeah. building shit and, like, picking up boxes that are far too heavy for me. Um, so, like, any box? <laughs> literally. Doing any kind of upper body labor. I just looked the wrong direction for my drink. I was like, where is it? Things are going really well. Everything's going great. Start. My brain is functioning supremely. God, I know. I went out to lunch today, and afterward I was like, I'm so fucking exhausted. I could go to bed right now and be fine with it. So I just closed my play. Um, that I've been talking about basically the entire time we've been doing this podcast. Um, and <laughs> super, fu- super fulfilling. Everything went great. I feel super great about it. I, I haven't felt this proud of something in so long. Like, I really, by the time we got to the point where it was open, I genuinely actually wanted, like, everybody I know to come see it because I felt so good about it. And such a good feeling. I have not felt that way about any, like, I can't even tell you the last time I felt that way about something where I was like, this is good. Like, mm-hmm. it's actually good. I feel really good about it. Like, it should be seen. Like, I felt really good about it. Um, was it perfect? No, nothing ever is, especially, like, especially theater. fucking theater. <laughs> um, but, like, the amount of work that went into this with, like, four people coming together mm-hmm. and building this from fucking scratch... Yeah, just, like, the amount of passion. The amount of passion, the amount of dedication. Like, we all put so much into this. And, like, there was a moment before we opened on Friday where we were, the four of us who put this together, um, were sitting on the stage, like, nicely dressed, like, clearly, like, ready for the show, but, mm-hmm. like, not in costume yet. Like, in, like, our nice, like, like, what, like, like we all had, like, our, like, stage makeup on, like, but, like. after the show outfits. <laughs> right, but, like, like, what we were, like, probably planning toward later. And, like, we're sitting on the stage there was a issue with the programs with printing them that ended up getting, I, me and one of my co-conspirators ended up fixing for the show on Saturday, but we had to glue the middle page together and staple it. So luckily it's only a 50 seat theater, but like we knew we were oversold for that. We were really, really like going to oversell. So literally the four of us, 30 minutes before showtime. So we're like right getting ready to do to fight call are sitting on the stage gluing our own programs together yeah. and stapling them and like I don't I'm very emotional today for I don't really know what reason um <laughs> hormones I don't know <laughs> like I'm, I'm like weirdly emotional today but like it was this very like I had like this weird like out of body moment where I was like this has been this whole thing like we're like 30 minutes where we open and like I, there was no bitterness about it I was just like really proud I was like yeah. look at us just fucking sitting here stapling our own programs together yeah 30 minutes before the show like before the show and all of us are like wait like like we're none of none of us need to be doing this Mm -hmm. like and just to like be in something with a group of people like that was like really really special and um it came out great but i have come down so hard from show weekend which like i mean i feel like anytime you put so, so much into something like that you know like someone phrases me as like the shift in momentum is really hard which is very 
accurate. Like that, you know, it's like the roller coaster come down and. Especially after doing a show. After doing like a you're show. putting your heart and soul well, in and front it's of like, people every single night. And it's like the two weeks leading up to it is so intense and mm-hmm. so much. And because we're also producing it, like, I did the sound design. Like, yeah. I did the, pro- I was making the programs. Like, that's, like, I was working on this shit outside. It wasn't, it wasn't like I was like, oh, like, I've got rehearsal tonight and, like, pretty close to being ready. Yeah. Um, It was just, like, this weird build up to it where I was like, I don't. Uh, and then just crashed. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm working, working, working. Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? It happened. It was great. Thoroughly enjoyed the weekend. And also, like, my mom was here at the tail end of it, mm-hmm. which, like, was great. But at the same time, it was sort of like, my mom's here, and I'm trying to do a show at the same time, and I'm balancing those two things. Like, I want to be able to devote right. attention to my mom being here because I never really see my mom, but also, like, I'm doing a show, and I want to enjoy this moment. And then I felt bad because my mom was here on Monday, and I was burnt out. And I was exhausted and also probably, like, mourning the loss of that thing mm-hmm. on some level, but didn't even really have the time or space or energy to digest that. Yeah. So it's just a lot. And then um, I've been so tired the last week where I've literally felt like there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sort of, like, telling myself, like, maybe my body is, like, fighting a cold. Because I still don't really understand how I didn't get sick afterwards. Because usually with something like this, I always, always get, get sick, sick after a show. I always get sick. Because you put so much into it that your adrenaline's so high all the yeah. time. And then you just crash down from it. And your body's like, fuck you. Yeah. You're like, and now it's time to get, like, like, like I got bronchitis on vacation. Like, yeah. that's like, it, I was waiting for it. Yeah. And I haven't gotten sick. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um... I literally have just, like, there's something wrong with me. I've been so tired I can barely function. Um, I'm feeling a little more myself today, which is a huge relief. Um, but, yeah, it's been a lot. <sighs> yeah, I got um, 12 hours of sleep last night and then literally just laid in bed until, like, 2. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then finally got out of bed because I was like, I need Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love when that's the thing that gets you out of bed? <laughs> I was like, if I don't get out of bed, like, I'm just going to fall asleep and sleep that all day. That might somehow have to be the title of the episode. <laughs> Finally got out of bed because I need Mexican I food. I need Mexican food. Super relatable. And I'm just, like, so fucking exhausted. My body hurts, and I only have, like, tomorrow off, and then I'm working again, like, really intensely for three So how are you straight. taking care of yourself? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> um... Fuck, I don't know, honestly. Because, um, like, I mean, I'm also, like, with you right now, so it's, like, easy for me. Yeah. Like, you're in a good mood, and, like, you seem super glowy, but, like, also, <laughs> like, you've been outside, so, like, you have a little bit of a tan, and, <laughs> right. like, your skin looks great, so, like, it's easy for me to be like, you look fine, everything seems great. Right, of course. But also, like, you're in a good moment right now, so. Um, I think wondering. also, like, I had a, re- like, it was really fun, like, working good. this week. Like, I, like, really enjoyed the people that I met, and, like, my coworkers that, like, I have from my other job who are also were working the event with me, like, I really, like, love them and, like, have a blast working with them, and so, like, I laughed, like, the entire fucking week, basically. Yeah. Um, like, don't get me wrong, on the day that we were loading out, I, like, had, like, a freak out and kind of, like, blew up a little bit, like, not, like, anything major, but I had, like, five fucking people telling me how to do one thing at once, and, like, I already was just, like, tired like of I course, worked, yeah, we all get to that point. I had worked sixteen hours the day before, and then like our call time, like for the next day, was four, and I'd slept until like, like one or something. Yeah, like no, that. we all so get to that point like, where we're just maxed. Yeah, and it's like I can't stand when I have multiple people telling me like what to do. Like I freak out when I have Wait, one why? person. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that weird? Yeah, um, I don't like when anyone tells me what to do. I don't like when anyone tells me what to do, and it's like I get that I'm like learning. I'm a child. Like, well, I I'm like I get that I'm learning, but also like. 
just have my manager like I just want one fucking person explaining it to me. But then I'm like, yeah. I have like, I well, have just, like that's, that's how communication should work. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, then I have like five other people, and so like, my friend is like, so you like do it like this and like this, and I go, I know. <laughs> and he's like, and he literally like, I think he literally put his hands up and was like, okay. All right, because he, like, knows, like... Yeah, he, that like, you're getting to that. Yeah, yeah, he and I share the same, like, kind of anxiety, and, like, he, like, knows me pretty well at this point, and so he was just, like... Oh, because okay. of, like, micromanaging thing, we are like, I'm not stupid. Yeah, exactly, and it was, like... I get I that you're trying need... to help me, but, like, get the fuck off my back. Yeah, it was, like, I don't need you plus, like, a coworker plus another coworker plus, like, the fucking security guard to tell me how well, to do something. Well, those are one of those things where it's, like, if you needed to fucking know, you'd, you'd ask. Right. And it's, like... Yeah, I was learning how to do something. Right. And so one person is showing me how to do something. And you're not going to nail it as an expert the first fucking time, but you'll figure it out. You're not stupid. Yeah. And so I was just like, I like blew up. And so I like finished doing the thing or whatever, like went off to a corner and was just like, and like didn't talk to anybody for the next like, probably like 45 minutes. Yeah, I for was just, like, sure. And then like from that point on, like somebody was just like, all right, Sarah, so like, come over here and you're going to do this. And I was just like, yeah, I know. I did the whole load in, so I know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> you just become extra passive aggressive. Yeah. You're like, wow, I don't like me right now. I'm just like, hmm, I am an asshole. Um, I mean, like, all in all, it was, like, a good time. It's not necessarily work that I want to do, like, for my life. Um, but, like, it helps when it's, like, a good work environment. Um, but as far as, like, self-care goes right now, I just haven't had time. <laughs> which is like how's that going which is not a thing like that you know like there's always time for self-care blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> blah blah fuck you blah 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 whatever Sarah this is how you do self-care <laughs> how am I doing self-care in this podcast right now that's, that's valid like yeah just venting and so I'm supposed to go to Palm Springs next week um I have like our like Burning Man group like rents a house like um like, every year in the springtime, and, like, so, like, a big group of everybody, like, goes out, and, like, some people stay for the week, um, and, like, I'm signed up to only stay for, like, four days, Mm -hmm. and so, like, the option, like, there is, like, the option to go earlier and stay the whole week. Sure. And, and Lou was like, well, do you want, do you want to go early? And and I go, (laughs) I look at him, and I go, you know what? You can go early. I go, I want to hang out with my friends. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Yes. I was like, like, and don't get me wrong, like, I love the people, you know, like... Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's just I'm balance. Like, I'm like, I want to hang out with, like, my friends from college that I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. I want to hang out with, like, you. I want to hang out with, like, people that I haven't seen in months. And just, like, enjoy not having to work. Yeah, exactly. In, and, like, oh, and I think it's hard, too, because, like, I obviously work a weirdly erratic schedule as well. Like, I think it's difficult when you don't... And maybe it's also the same if you work regular hours, too, but I think it's, you know, if you have free time... And seven things you want to do, it's easy to go, I want to, like, it's easy to dedicate all of your free time to the one easiest thing that comes Mm -hmm. up, or, like, the most obvious way to spend it. Yeah. But that's not always what's best for you. And, I mean, that that actually is self-care, I think, to be able to go, okay, I have X amount of free time, what do I do with it? Like, what's going to best serve me? Like, is it spending all of my time doing this, or will I be happier if I go do that other thing. Can I, like, self-care is being able to enjoy knowing knowing that by spending time with your friends now, you'll actually enjoy spending time with those other friends more later. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I, because I'm working 
all day Thursday, all day Friday, all day Saturday. And like, it's going to be super long hours as well. And like, not super easy work necessarily. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just like, I like have these two days off and then it's like, I'm working those three days. And so when that's over, I'm like, I only have, like, if I was to go early, I'm like, I would only have like two days off again. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, no, like I want to fucking like hang out. <laughs> like, well, I also, be I think, home for a little while. I mean, I think for me too, like I don't always love work at all. Um, I don't hate it, but like, mm-hmm. it's not. It's work. I yeah. don't, it's, and it's not it's what job. I, and it's not what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm able to enjoy the time that I have there a lot more and be more present at work and be pleasant and not bitter about being there mo- way more easily if I know that there's something else on my calendar after or later yeah. or like whatever the case may be. This weekend sucked because I was just like grinding through and I was exhausted. Yeah. And I was also just exhausted going into it because I just felt like my body wasn't functioning. So like that also just made it hard. Like emotionally, I felt physically ill almost. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I was at that point of tired where I was like, there's not enough caffeine in the world. I've actually had enough sleep hours wise. Like I do, I just don't know why I'm not functioning well mm-hmm. today. But being able to kind of run through that and there was a point on on Saturday night where I was like I don't know what the fuck to do I'm so tired and I yeah. have to wake up early and go to work tomorrow and I was like okay mental shift on this I have to wake up and go to work early tomorrow but then after that I'm done until Tuesday yeah so I actually when I was working all last week I um was trying to practice like being just like having a better outlook and like being in a good mood like, yes. Like, where, because I'm, like, I'm going to work, and I'm going to go do stuff that's hard for me that I don't particularly enjoy. How can I make that enjoyable? Exactly. And how so, can you, or least, and if you can't make it enjoyable, how can you make it make not it something that's unbearable? <laughs> yeah, even? exactly. Like, how can you make it just not a super shitty thing? Like, how yeah. can you make it not feel terrible? And so it's, like, I would go in to work, and, like, normally I'd be, like, I'm so fucking tired. Like, I don't want to be here. But I'm, like, you know what? This is a new thing. Yeah. Like, it's and new you are experiences, here. And guess what? I'm here and I'm making money. And I told myself that this is what I wanted. So I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah. And so like, like something that for, like for me, like I was just like cracking jokes the entire time and like laughing and like, I was just like, I'm like fucking annoying probably most of the time because I'm like, what do you want to sing today? And I'm just like singing loudly while yeah. I'm like setting shit up or whatever. But like, it makes that's you what, have fun. Yeah. That's what makes me have fun. I'm in a better mood. So that's. Like, people around me are in a better mood. Yeah, and you're fun to work with. Yeah, because I'm not, like, being fucking negative. Like, I might feel really negative, but... Right, but you're... Honestly, I've really been learning lately, like, fake it till you make it is a real goddamn thing. Yeah, well, it's the whole thing of, like, if you smile when you're in a bad mood, you genuinely will start to be in a better mood. And, like, that's sometimes what you have to do. And (laughs) and it is, you know, there's there's a balance that you have to strike between smiling when you're in a bad mood and, like, grinding through and faking it till you make it and actually taking time to acknowledge and deal with how you're actually feeling. Yeah, like, don't, like, lie to yourself. Right. Like, I mean, understand that that's what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Like, I knew full well I was, like... This kind of sucks, and, like, this work sucks, but, like, I really like my coworkers, and I'm gonna fucking get through it. Right, and, like, I'm here all day, so, like, I could either be miserable and bitter about being here, mm-hmm. all- and, again, 
some days so much easier than others. Oh, God, But, yeah. like, I there's mean, some days where I'm like, I'm a cunt today, and that's, yeah. that's what's happening. I mean, that was me on the last day. Like, yeah. You're like, nope. <laughs> I was just like... Fucking done. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to be happy, and fucking, like... No, and you like, just I haven't, don't. and sometimes that is a little bit of the self-care, is, like, being like, yep, I'm a bitch today, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Like, and what's the best... Everybody. What's, like, basically, like, what's the best way that you can handle the state that you're in at yeah. any given moment? Exactly. And, like... Knowing when, like, I'm negative just for the sake of being negative, so let me try to turn this around. Yeah. As opposed to, like, I actually don't feel in a place to where I want to act like I'm happy. Right. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Which is important. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm, like, trying to phase out of doing something super fulfilling and back into real life, but also still trying to find time to do things that are super fulfilling. Right. And catch up on... Life. Life and friends. I mean, it was nice. I mean, I feel like I saw a lot of my friends recently, because a lot of them came to the show, but it was, like, a very quick, like, eh! Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I had, like, three days of performances, and most people were only, like, I had so many people there the opening night, which was really nice and amazing for me, because my... I will very vulnerably and full out say, like, my biggest issue and insecurity can all be boiled down to, like, not feeling loved enough. Like, mm-hmm. 100%. And I'm sure. aware of that. Um, there is no better feeling than get somebody giving you a fucking bouquet of flowers after opening night. <laughs> it's, it's a great feeling. And so many people did. Like, I had yeah. an insane amount of flowers at my house. They still do. They're all starting to die now. But <laughs> Also, my sister sent me flowers, That's which was so, so sweet. Well, because, like, my parents used to do that for every fucking show, like, no matter what the show was. Like, they would always come to yeah. opening night, and they would always give me a bouquet of flowers. And so, um, the show that I did in December, um... Like, Lou and one of our friends came opening night, and they, like, gave me a bouquet of flowers afterward, which I was not expecting at all, because neither of them no. were theater people. And so, like, sometimes people don't know that that's, like, the tradition yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, and so, like, they gave me, like, flowers, and they were, like, my favorite flowers, and I was just like, oh my god, how'd you know? <laughs> yeah, my sister sent me my favorite flowers, which I haven't, first, I don't even talk to my sisters that often. I love them, but, like, we're in different time zones and live yeah. very different lives, and, like, they don't even live in the same states. So they, like coordinated together and sent me Gerber daisies, which are my favorite flowers and have been since I was, like, in high school. So the fact that they even remembered that is... Yeah, is, like, touching. Super sweet. And they sent me flowers with, like, a little card and, like, meant the world to me because it's, like... Like, other people brought me flowers, which also meant a lot to me, but, like, my sister's, like, sending me, like, my favorite flowers like that was, like, the cherry on top of all of it and was incredibly sweet to me because, like, they don't live here. They couldn't come. It's such a small thing. Like, I'm so about, like... The smallest, like, gestures of, like, kindness. Yeah. I mean, and you know this about me. Like, I I get, like, irrationally excited out out of, like, like, Sam will buy me chapstick. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so nice of you. But that's also why it's so fun to, like, buy you chapstick. Because you're like, oh, he bought me chapstick. Because it's, like, just, like, to have, like, that extra thought. Like, that one second of extra thought is just, like, really touching. And, like, I'm like, I don't care. I don't, like, big gestures, sure, whatever, fine, like, are great. Big gestures are great, but I also think, like... It matters more, like, the day-to-day, like, little stuff, like, matters so And that kind more. of stuff is so contagious, and that's something that, that, that keeps coming up for me lately. Um, I've had new friends in my life, one new friend in particular who has really taught me by example and going out of her way to be very positive to me, mm-hmm. um, which, because I'm a relatively self-aware person, I think, um, I, I've, like, realized, like oh, like, this is, like, affecting me in a really positive way and then makes me want to be positive and, like, more vulnerable in the positivity that I give to others as well. 
and I should do that. Mm-hmm. Because I think people think things positive, but they don't necessarily acknowledge it enough in their own heads to ver- to, to verbalize it. Mm-hmm. Or I think a lot of times if people observe something positive in another person, they don't like, you assume it's obvious. Like, what your yeah. perception of another person is, you're like, well, of course they're like this because that's how I see them. Well, they may not see themselves that way. Totally. And a lot of times they don't. And even if they do, it's still nice to fucking hear it. Yeah. I always try to, like, I always try to give, like, compliments and stuff like that. Like, if somebody's, like, doing a good job or, like, even if I see, like, a stranger, I'll be like, hey, like, I really, like, I really love your style. Yeah. Like, I don't know, just, like, little things like that because I know how it makes me feel. Yeah, I mean, it is, it's such a, it's a weird, it's a, it's a kind of like a weirdly vulnerable practice for me to be in, but I also realize, like, I think all these things and I, I don't say them when I think them, I, like, try to, like, I usually, like, habitually pick moments to say them, Uh but, like, trying to be in a practice of just actually just giving somebody a compliment, not for the sake of giving them a compliment, but, like, because I actually think it is very different and also really fulfilling for me to be vulnerable and connect to somebody in that way. Right. And it's all, almost a selfish thing. But it, it's like, it almost is. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a selfishness to it for sure. Yeah. But it's also like, I think this about you. And like, I hope you know that... That that's like, true. That this is like being seen. Yeah. Um. Like, it's, it's just... It's nice. And it's not a hard thing to do. It can be uncomfortable sometimes. But it's also like, it's making me feel more connected to people. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's been a little bit fulfilling and that's great. And I feel like I'm growing as a person. So good for me. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a win-win. It's like you made that person's day and also you're helping yourself. (laughs) Well, we like, we played, um, so for the, the play we had, we had to drink all of this super shitty beer so we could use the empty cans as props. Oh, how awful. So we had like a party, party, (laughs) a quote unquote party at my house where we played drinking games and drank shitty beer. Right. Um, I didn't because I'm allergic I was to gluten. Say, wait a second. <laughs> um, yeah, me and my me and one of my castmates are all are, are allergic to gluten, so we drank other things. But it was fun. It was a great bonding opportunity. But we played King's Cup, and oh God, I haven't played King's Cup in years. Let me just say, one of my favorite things to do is get drunk playing drinking games because it fulfills like my want to like be social and connect to people, but also my want to like drink and party. Right. It's like the perfect balance. Well, King's Cup is always really great um, to start the night off. Yes. Because then by the time, like, you rarely ever will finish a game of King's Cup because by the time, like, you're getting close to the end, everybody's already kind of drunk and then everybody wants to just keep talking about other shit and, like, yeah. not really play the game. Exactly. So it's always the best, like, starting off. It's such, a, it's such a great starting off game and it's, like, such God, a great... I haven't played that in so long. We should have a drinking <laughs> game night, like, for sure. We should absolutely have a drinking game I'm night. I'm so down, like, beer pong the whole night. No, like, like I want to, like... I, <laughs> maybe I'll cut this out because this is not... <laughs> I'm just kidding, it's like us talking about my fucking life. Uh, like I want, I want to like have like people over and like do like a drinking game night. Like, I just think so it'd be down. super fun. Um, so we'll like find a day when you're free, and I'll just like we can like invite some of our friends over. Yes. Like just for like people who are like down to like bond and not yeah. like get wasted. Like yeah. it's just like like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was just it was just, just like a fun party day. Exactly. It, it was just really really fun. Um, one of the rules that was made by our um, assistant director, who is a gem of a human being, was that every time you drink, you have to give the person to your right a compliment. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. Right? And that was the first rule that you made. And I was like, first of all, you are the most positive person. And what is, like, and some... Oh my god, my go-to rule is always say in my pants after everything you see. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, and that's the thing is, like, of course everyone's is always, like, something silly. But it's, like, what an... And it just, like, opened up the night in such, like, a vulnerable, like, sweet way. Because it became a very positive game. Which, for me, is very useful. Um, And I think... 
It's combining so many great things. Positivity, compliments, and alcohol. Right? I love it's all of, all of my favorite things. <laughs> Yet I have a podcast called Angsty. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I think I've had, I'm, I definitely feel like since like, you know, December or whatever, I've definitely felt like I'm in the middle of like a life transition, which I still do. And I think it's a good thing ultimately. And I think I'm growing a lot in my ability to be positive and my ability to be vulnerable. Um, and it's like opening up a lot of connections in my life, but that also like comes with like fallout and there's, you know, the, it, every, everything's a double-edged sword where, you know, like certain things like come up and like make me uncomfortable in ways that I haven't been before. And I'm just really trying to work to like push past that and push through it and grow. But well, I think a lot of the time too, it comes with, um, you know, it's like I'm opening myself up to other people or other experiences. And so then it's like people like see that and maybe people who have known you for a long time are like, what, like, yeah, what's going on? on? Like, because they see a shift in you and they're like, wait, hold on, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And ultimately it is a positive thing that I'm like, being more vulnerable and like opening up more and like finding new friendships from a really vulnerable place but I think for people who do know me there is a tendency to maybe be protective of that or Mm -hmm. like I mean it raises a red flag right like if anytime anyone's anyone time anyone's like behavior or interactions with other people around them change like right or I feel like you like if you see somebody with like a new person or like even if even if you don't see them with a new person, but, like, for whatever reason, like, maybe you're now being more vulnerable or you're getting, like, touchier or whatever, like, just because it's, like... Well, and, like, physical touch, physical touch for me is, like, a, has been such a fucking obstacle. Because yeah. I... Because I'm a theater kid and has... I mean, and I've grown up as a theater kid. Yeah. Um... Theater was, like, my, like, safe space. Like, acting was my safe space as a Mine kid. Too. Where, where it's for, like safe human interaction and like that that was where I felt loved Mm -hmm. so we're going back to like my that's like my big issue yeah is like that was where I felt loved that was where I felt safe that was where I felt more free to express that and like it's also where I felt free to like experiment with certain things and like for sure explore certain things and like and like and like push the boundaries of my comfort right and when you say free it's it's not just like oh I could it's like I feel safe doing it yeah exactly which is a huge 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 thing exactly because I grew up doing theater with um, like, in high school, I was doing theater um, at the community college. So I was doing theater with people who were 18 to 27 or whatever. Right. So and I was, was a, and I was a child actor in New York, so exactly. I was doing theater with adults. So you were doing the same type of thing. Adults. Yeah. Um, and so it's, like, to feel safe and secure and, like, every single person had my back and, like, I could be who I wanted to be. And you're, like, be. loved and, like, and appreciated for whoever you I'm are. In, I'm in high school and I'm, like, not at all getting that. That's why I left high school. Yeah. Um, That's because, why I wish I could have left high school. Yeah, because I did not get that safety and that like freedom in high school like that's why I I was like fuck this like these people are not like I mean obviously I still have my best friends from high school or whatever but yeah these people are not my friends and like everybody in this theater like this play are my friends (laughs) well and that's where you feel safe and at home so I think yeah I mean I don't know it's it's I've really really been working on physical touch and physical intimacy as mm. like that sounds so creepy <laughs> i've really been working on like my just like touching strangers no um, but i mean i think that we need to like destigmatize it because it's like yes no you're right you're in totally other, right in other countries it's totally Ew, okay it's to, like, so different in other yeah, countries in other countries it's, it's so okay tender. to like to kiss your friends and to like you meet somebody and like you give them a kiss on the cheek like right off well and just like, like and like physical touch and conversation I mean, like humans are naturally social creatures like biologically and like physical touch and conversation is like 
so much more socially accepted. And here we get really freaked out by it. Mm -hmm. Theater people, less so. But I will say, so for me, I figured out I was gay late-ish. Um, mm. Like, very, like, you know, like, 1920. Um, not, not the year, the age range. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sam's um, actually really old. I'm old as fuck. <laughs> she looks fantastic. I look amazing <laughs> for being 100. Um, so we, uh, like, I, like, fell in love with my best friend. Very long story short. And we were friends who were very touchy-feely. Mm -hmm. And now, in hindsight, I can look at that relationship and be like, oh, we were completely in love with each other. Right. But I, I, it didn't flag for me at the time because I'd had other friends and other friends from theater. Like, that. It's like it's socially accepted in that world mm -hmm. and not always looked at as, like, a gay thing or... It's it's not... It's much less stigmatized within the, the world of theater. Yeah. Um, like, I was... When I was, in, when I was in high school, like, and I'm, I've always been pretty open, like, I don't know, like... I don't want to say, like, open sexually necessarily, but, like, I've just kind of been open, openly comfortable with, like, physicality or, like, being with my friends yeah, or whatever. Yeah, physical and, like, intimacy. Yeah. But, like, like casual physical ca intimacy. Casual physical intimacy, yeah. Um, and so my best friend and I, who was dating a girl at the time, like, we, like, were best friends. And, like, so I would, like, you know, walk around school, like, holding hands with my friends or, like, yeah. you know, just, like, we're, like, hanging out all the time. And so people Which is so normal say, for, like, high school students, too. Yeah, totally. But, like, people who didn't, like, get it or her, who were, like, too afraid to, like, think about it. Yeah. Like, that it's, like, that because they're so afraid of their own sexuality that, like, they don't understand that, like, you can be intimate with, like, your friends Well, I also think, like, as adults, like, like, the more people grow up, and I see it all the time, too, is, but, I mean, we know each other from working with kids. Like, I, like, you see it with kids like not even little kids like teenagers even mm -hmm. like it's so much more accepted to be like touchy with your friends and then at some point as adults like that somehow becomes weird and not okay yeah and so it's like people would like and it's such a fine line because we're in our mid-20s so it's yeah. like it is like it's somewhere like around college where it just becomes not cool anymore yeah and it's like but even in high school like people would like accuse us of being gay yeah. and like being in a relationship together and at the time I was like I, I was, like, for a young, like, kid, I was, just, like, pretty socially aware, and so I was just, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, they can think I'm gay all they want. Like, I don't yeah. care. I like girls, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> like whatever. Well, and I mean, like, that's how, I mean, that's how, that was basically my reaction with my friend who I ultimately did end up sleeping with because we dated. Um, we, <laughs> my bad. Um, <laughs> not really, whatever. It's, it was a long-ass time ago. Yeah. But we, I mean, people accused us of being gay, and... I mean, like, at that time we weren't, it sounds like a weird statement to make, but, like, we, nothing was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't really on our radar, like, eventually we discovered more than that was there, but, like, and granted, like, in this situation there is, there was truth to what people were saying, but, like, because they were observing something that we weren't observing in ourselves, but mm -hmm. that's also not always the case. Just because you see something doesn't make it a fact, and honestly, yes. I can't even say, like, that that was a fact or something that was going on because of something that they were seeing or like, I mean, it, it wasn't like, it, it wasn't going on. That wasn't yeah. what the situation was. And then the situation changed. Yeah. It's actually what was happening. Like I, I I'm going to, I'm going to take back my, my statement before of, you know, they saw something that we didn't see. Like it's possible that that's what the case was, but I honestly think it's more likely that like nothing was going on. People were reading into it and then other things were going on because there was a shift in our relationship. There was a yeah. massive shift in our relationship. Clearly. Um, but it's, like, I think that for a lot of people to see two people um, being, not necessarily even intimate, but, like, 
But, I mean, it is intimate, like, but it's, I mean, it's a, it's an open, it's a open, vulnerable expression of love and affection. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, oh, like, you guys are flirting, blah, 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 blah. Like, wait, so what? Like, <laughs> right. And like, also, like, why is that a bad thing? Right. Or why is it like a dirtier thing? Or like, why is it a stigmatized and thing? And also, why when is does it, it become flirting? When does oh it my stop God. being, Fuck, when right? does it stop being, like, friendship well, and also, like, become flirting? <laughs> and I was like, define flirting. Exactly. <laughs> like, 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 because here's flirting? the thing. People will tell me I have a flirty personality, and I'm like, sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes I have a fuck off personality. When I was in elementary school, like, people would tell me, like, oh my God, you're flirting with all the guys. And, like, I, it made me feel bad about myself because it of made course. me feel, like, ashamed. Well, because it makes you feel like you're doing something wrong. Right. And I'm like, I grew up with older brothers like I grew up with boys around me all the time like I'm sorry I know how to talk to boys like I don't know like because I was always like I would always have guy friends and girlfriends like I would just always befriend everybody well I'll also say that when you're a person who is vulnerable with others in your openness Mm -hmm. um and I don't mean like verbal openness or like because we've talked about like how like we'll both like give you facts about our lives I mean like like your energy like is like open when you're a person who is kind of tapped into that or is operating from that, like, open-hearted place of, like, being willing to connect to somebody, people do often perceive it as flirting. Yeah. And there is a flirtatious quality to it, I think, but I also think, like, it doesn't need to be overcomplicated. Again, I always go back to this, but, like, self-awareness is fucking everything. Oh, yeah. So if you are aware of the fact that you were like that and that's a thing that's happening, then, like, whatever. Yeah. And it's, like... I don't know. It's, like, there's also different levels of flirting, I feel like. Because it's, like, for example, I'll go and, like, flirt with the bartender so that I get, like, faster sure. service. Yeah. Or, like, you yeah, know for I mean? sure. But, like, that, like, that to me consists of that's being, also like, manipulation. Hey, oh, my God. Yeah, you know? Like, yeah. it's, like, me putting on an act. And it's, like, and, a, like, and it's, that's, that's, just, that's a game. It's that's not, what we all do. Like, we all do that shit. Of course. I mean, and again, that's a game. That's, like... As someone who works in customer service, yeah, I'm fucking flirty. I'm flirting with you so you give me a tip. I'm flirting with you because yeah. it's going to make you more comfortable as a customer. And it's w- whatever the case may be. And flirting has a flirting is a very broad term. Yeah. But I also think, like... So it's like, when does it stop becoming, like, friendship and start becoming flirty? Or when does it start becoming, like... I don't oh, like think... There must be something going on between look, you two. Bat, like, knock me out if I'm wrong here. But I don't think... There, there are certain... All of my friends who I'm very close with don't exist without flirting. Yeah. It's not sexual. No. Not always. <laughs> I, and also, I was about to go down the path of, like, I mean, like, you and I are flirty. And then I was like, eh, that's kind of got blurry. But... <laughs> the lines have been blurry. <laughs> that's right. Um, but at the same time, like, nothing's ever threatened. Like, if things are coming from a mutually respectful place, like... Mm-hmm. And, and it's I, like, if it does cross that line... Especially between friends. If it does cross that line, hopefully you're both, you know, able to say, whoa, like, that wasn't okay. Or, that is okay, and maybe that's what you want. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, like, and, and I think that either case is okay. Well, and you need to communicate. Yeah. And you need to be self-aware. Always communication and always self-awareness. And also awareness of the other person, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you can be really flirty with somebody, but, like maybe you know that their circumstances are completely different than yours, and so you're like, that's a line I would never cross because, like, you're yes. married or whatever, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't cross that line. Just, like, maybe not a good plan. Unless that person wants it, and then... <laughs> <laughs> and maybe there's, like, a super open, honest conversation about it. I mean, maybe, like, also, like, include the spouse in it, too, just for respect. But, and, like, you know, maybe it's more fun. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I don't know your like, life. We have veered way off track. <laughs> 
we are on a different track now. But it's anyway, a whole other podcast. <laughs> Extramarital affairs, the podcast. Thanks. <laughs> we are, neither one of us can offer any advice in that. No, realm. I'm I sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. But I mean, I think I think for me because of the way that me figuring out my sexuality or like not even figuring out the door opening to my sexuality came about. Um, like that closet door just cracking open in that way. Oh <laughs> I just had, I had to go there. I'm sorry. Uh, it was, it was leading me there and I had to take it. Um, it has made me very self-conscious about the physical intimacy that I express in friendships because of not wanting to be vulnerable or get too close to people too quickly or mm. in the wrong ways, not wanting other people to think that I'm like literally flirting with them or hitting like I mean there's a difference flirting with someone and hitting on someone too. Yes, absolutely. Or like hitting on someone or have feelings for them when I don't. Mm-hmm. Um like I mean especially in like female friendships. Yeah. Or honestly even in male ones to begin with. Like I think Do I Do you am, feel like you've ever done that? Like ever hit on somebody without having feelings for them? Like for fun? <laughs> No, like, I just... <laughs> like at a bar, sure. <laughs> I mean, sure, like, sure, I've like hit on people, but like, right. like, like within like, or like within like a friendship. Within a friendship. No, that's definitely not. I mean, if anything, I'm I am so self conscious of that that I veer in the complete opposite direction. Yeah, but I also think like flirting is like can be defined as like a playful interaction and enjoying of someone's energy that like maybe you indulge in in a certain way to get a certain response from another person mm-hmm. and like it, I mean it's a game yeah and like I think and it makes you feel good and makes that other person feel exactly good. and I don't and I don't think I've ever crossed that line in a sexual way in like a bad way where it, it you know I mean not really anyway yeah. I mean like sure like I mean I've had friends where we're like we'll, we'll be like oh like yeah like if we were like dating men but like I mean we've talked about yeah it. Like, exactly like we've talked about that like Whatever, like, it's... But that's not, like, hitting on somebody. No, I mean, I haven't, like, hit on somebody with it when I don't have feelings for them. Right. And even, even in the, I think even in friendships, like, if you have, I've had friendships that have, I mean, clearly I've had a very, very specific friendship that has crossed that line and it mm-hmm. was my first girlfriend, but, like, I've had... I think everybody has had that friendship, though, where it's, like, you're friends with this person, you're around them all the time, you are friends with them for a reason because you love them and you love their energy and, like... Like, you know, you might be attracted to them, like... Yeah. You know, it's like... And so, sometimes it just, like, feelings get mixed, or, like, a little bit blurry. And I think that as long as you're on the same page, that's okay. Yeah. And Um, it's okay for them to not feel the same way, too. And it's like, as long as you are, like, able to be, like, cool, like, sure, not gonna go there. Well, I also think it's okay if, like, feelings get mixed and it gets a little blurry and you're like... Sometimes I sort of have a crush on you, but, like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like. And then sometimes you're, like, I sort of have a crush on you, and you sort of have a crush on me, and, like. What are we going to do about it? And, like, maybe we are going to do something about this. Yeah. Like, or maybe we're not. Or, like, I, maybe we're hoping it goes away. Maybe we're sitting in, like, a weird middle ground. I mean, it's a, I mean. Well, like, I've All of these things have been themes in my life in, like, a lot of different capacities lately. I mean, I've had friends where, like, and, like, we, like, both definitely kind of have a crush on each other, and, like. Like, we're, like, flirting and, like, really hardcore flirting with each yeah. other. And, like, and it's, like, okay, like, something's got to give here. Yes. And, like, I've definitely been the initiator um, in one of those situations where, like, I text a person and I was, like, 
look, <laughs> listen, I, we, gotta, we gotta do something about this situation. Like, what are we gonna do? And then, like, and it, like we hooked up one time, and then it was like, that was and it. Sometimes we both had a you blast. just need to do that and get out of your system. Yeah, we both had a fucking blast. Like, we had a good time. Um, we had, like, a really great conversation afterward, and then, like, it never happened again. <laughs> like, that's it. Sometimes, like, that's all all it takes. But sometimes it takes more than that. Or sometimes it doesn't take that at sometimes all. Sometimes it takes nothing at all. Yeah. So, Florida way. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, and, that, and that's the thing. Is like, I mean, and for me, I have really, I, in the last year... And honestly, I mean, it's something I've been aware of that I've pulled way back on because of my sexuality um, and my own discomfort with that mm-hmm. um, and just how that's made me self-conscious and hide. Um, and recently, I've realized I don't – I've made a conscious decision to not want to operate from fear in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've really been working on not consciously inhibiting myself. Yeah. With it, when it comes to, like, physicality in my friendships, which, especially with, like, existing friendships, that's a lot harder to bridge because it's sort of, like, we've already kind of established this thing where we don't touch. Right. It's which like, is weird because I'm, like, well, now I want to touch you because I'm sort of cracking this, like, vulnerable piece of myself open where I'm, like, and I am touchy, feel like, innately. Yeah, I am, too. Like, I'll, like, I'll sit on a couch with somebody and fucking, like, put my legs up on them. Yeah, like, for sure. I'll be, like, my feet are always cold. Can I put my toes underneath you? <laughs> you gross. <laughs> No. <laughs> Shut up. I'm definitely done to you. You definitely done to me and I don't give a shit. Um, but, like, there are, like, those friends you're like, yeah, like, I just, I think that those friendships are so special and valuable where, like, you do just, look, everybody wants to be seen and everybody's afraid of being seen. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so great. Like, friendships are great because, like, ideally, you are seen and you're appreciated and you're loved and a lot of times, at least for me, that involves physical intimacy. And not judging one another. And not judging what that is and just having, like, a mutual understanding of, like, what the circumstances are that you're in and, like... And, like, it's just so nice to be in that... Pl- yeah, I mean, it's just such a nice place to be in. I've maybe done this with you before, but, like, I've had a friend over and I'm like, I have to shower, but, like, I want to keep talking, so I'm like, do you just want to sit in the bathroom while I take a shower? <laughs> like, and we can still talk through the yeah, door? Yeah, or, like, like, why... like. I think there's so much societal bullshit that we deal with on a day-to-day yeah. basis all the time. And, like, for me in my life, like, I value, like, friendships and safe spaces where, like, that is not a bad thing. Yeah. And, like, and and you can drop all that shit because, like, you just get each other and you do see each other. And, like, I don't, I don't want that shit in the middle of my friendships where, like, it is a weird thing of, like, we don't do this because of this, this, and this. Like... Mm. No, well, I don't want like, that. Like, I don't like, give a just shit. Just because I change in front of you or, like, I'm naked in front of you doesn't mean I'm, like, hitting on you or I want you sexually. It's because, like, I'm comfortable enough with you. Yeah, it's because I don't care and, like, you're in the room and I don't want to make you leave so I can change my shirt. Yeah, exactly. And, like, also, like, who fucking cares? Literally, though. And it's like, if that bothers you, then, like, sorry, like, tell me that bothers you. And then also, like, maybe we shouldn't be friends because I'm naked a lot of the time. <laughs> I'm actually a nudist. I just really hate clothes. Yeah, it's fair. I, I don't like society. I don't like clothes. And it's all the same thing. Yeah. Everything's a metaphor. Uh, <laughs> Those are a metaphor for I'm, society. They, they really are, though. Just think about it. It's really true. They really are. <laughs> That's actually probably the title of this episode. Clothes uh, are a metaphor for society. Um, I mean, like, and then, like, get into, like, love languages. Like, physical touch is a major love language for me. Mm-hmm. And 
how crazy that I've completely shut myself off from that right. because of my insecurities. So as I'm trying to like be a whole fucking person who like attends to myself, like, yeah, that's something that I'm finding myself more comfortable with in relationships and it's a whole, it's a whole fucking thing, but it's something that's been frustrating me lately because I, like I said, everything's a double-edged sword. So like, as I combat it, I've also encountered resistance to it within myself and within others and like people perceiving it not coming from the place where it is coming from Mm -hmm. not that i'm like aggressively crossing lines within friendships that's not what's happening Um, i was like i'm gonna be so much more open (laughs) i'm just i'm actually just touching sarah all over the place right now (laughs) right now right this Um, second i'm super uncomfortable um but i'm gonna talk to her about it off the (laughs) podcast but i mean like there's literally fucking studies done on like how like touching someone else like just literally, like, like, contact, like, creates, like, a serotonin rush in your brain, and, like, that's something that, I definitely need more serotonin on my brain. Oh, yeah. I could stutter more, and I'm sure this is super enjoyable to listen to. <laughs> but also, not only, like, the serotonin rush, but it also, um, if you're touching somebody else, it makes them listen to you closer, like, you're it actually, makes them focus It's another on way you. to be connected, exactly. and, like, for you to just really be present where you are and with somebody else, and, like, for me, that's, like, one of the most valuable things in life to me is to is is human connection mm-hmm. and like that's it i mean that's that's literally it i don't i don't need to say more about it that's yeah yeah and it's like there's so many ways that you can like be connected to somebody and like not cross any lines because i know that like for people in relationships there are definitely like hard lines where it's like and that's that should be something that you and your partner discuss yeah like what you're okay with what you're not okay with and it's like flirting sure whatever but as soon as it starts to cross that line into like intimacy or like into something more then it's like that's something you need to reevaluate and that's something that you need to well and I think you also need to be in a relationship again I'm coming from a single person but like I think you need to be in a relationship where like your partner and you like where you and your partner have an understanding of the role that like your friendships play in your life in that mm-hmm. way and like yes absolutely and like hopefully you're secure enough in your relationship to accept that to well and to understand that like intimacy and physical intimacy not sexually Mm -hmm. physical intimacy but like physical intimacy like shouldn't just be confined to one person like in order to live like you need other colors of that yeah um and it's like i dated somebody who would like i saw i saw my gay best friend and i hadn't seen him in like a long long time mm -hmm. and so i saw him and i literally sprinted down the sidewalk ran and jumped into his arms and gave him a big hug yeah and for, like, this guy that I was dating, he was pissed about it. Yeah. And he told, he was, like, he told me afterward, like, we got home, and I was, like, I'm so happy I got to see him, blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, yeah, I could tell. And I was, like, oh, this isn't gonna work. Oh, God. <laughs> well, it's funny that you actually bring that up, because one of my gay male best friends, um, came to see my show on opening night. Um, and I adore him. Like, I adore him to fucking pieces. One of my favorite people on this planet. And he's someone who, like, just innately, like, cracks that vulnerability open in with mm-hmm. me. But also, because of my whole, like, sexuality, like, physical intimacy thing, I am the most comfortable and the most innately able to be myself in physical intimacy situations with gay men because there's no risk involved on either one of our ends. Yes, completely. That line's, and it's the only situation for me where that line is not going to get blurred. Yeah. So, um, just to piggyback off of this before I tell the story because I am a gay female is part of why I get so inhibited because for straight heterosexual females, that is where that line is the safest mm-hmm. in the same way that it is for me with gay men. Yeah. Um, and it's also very natural because women are generally 
speaking emotional and whatever. Yeah. So like for me, so for me, like that's part of why I pulled back so much on that. Um, and he came to see my show. I'm like, I hugged the shit out of him. We adore each other. Like Mm -hmm. I literally, he was the first person I saw afterwards. I, I had so many people at the show opening night and I just jumped on him and was like, just lost my mind to see him. Yeah. And then we like talked very quickly and then he left, he like came up to me to say goodbye. I was like, give me a kiss. And we just like quick packed and like he ran away. Yeah. And it was like in front of a bunch of other people I knew. And I was like, we met on birthright. It's great. Like I love him so much. And like, he's like, he's like gay, but like, doesn't like, he's not someone you would like look at and be like, that guy's gay. Yeah. Like, so like, they don't know that they know I'm gay, but I was like, whatever. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. And it's like one of those things where like, that's such a safe space for that for me mm-hmm. because like, there is no like sexual whatever. It's just like this thing of like, I just love you so much. I want to squeeze the shit out of yeah. you. Like that's it. Like, and, like, yeah, if we lived in Europe, that'd be super chill and, like, whatever, but we exactly, don't. We but live we don't. here. I and, mean, sh- and so people society. judge that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it is, it's definitely, you have to know where boundaries are with your partner, with your friends, with all, like, and I don't think that we need to overthink it as much as we do. Mm-hmm. Um, is, like, my, one of my biggest takeaways lately is, like, overthinking it can take you away from living in the moment. Yeah. Again, be self-aware, but, like, don't overthink it. Like, sometimes it just is simple. Like, sometimes it just, like, I, and I do, I have a lot of friends who do overthink it and will ask me, probably because I'm single, like, so, like, what's going on? Like, you talk about this person a lot. Like, yeah, well, they're my new friend and, like, Mm -hmm. I like them and I'm really excited that I have a new friend in my life. Like, that happened when, like, you and I started to get really close. Like, I was like, well, like, you talk about Sarah a lot. And I was like, yeah, she's hang out. fucking great, and, like, I, like, like, being around her gives me, like, massive rushes of adrenaline and, like, serotonin, and, like, it yeah, makes me like, yeah, we have happy, fun. right, and, like, we have a lot in common, and, like, I get really happy, like, hanging out with you, and, like, it's really enjoyable, and, like, yeah. it, it inspires me to, like, want to do other social things, and, like, I feel comfortable around you, and, like, all the things that I want are happening, and it, yeah. it's very exciting, and it feels great, and you're my friend, and I want to talk to you about it as well. Um... Yeah, and it's, like, I think that it's easy for people to judge that coming from, like, an outside perspective. And it goes back to, like, what we were saying, like, people who have known you the longest and then see, like, wow, you're really, like, talking about this person a lot. You're really, like, spending a lot of time with this person. It's, like... Well, I think especially if they're not on the inside of that experience as well. Or if they haven't experienced something like that themselves in a long time. And I think, just to jump off that as well, I think people in relationships, similarly to me as a gay person... Mm -hmm often hold themselves back from that because of things with their partners. Yeah. And so I think that a lot of the time they don't get that feeling as much anymore. And so when they see that in other people, they're like, oh, well, it must be, it must be like a sexual thing. When it's like, it's not at all a sexual thing. Like, I actually just genuinely enjoy this person. Yeah. And like, it doesn't have to be a sexual thing. Right. And like, if it, and, like, I mean, I'm self-aware enough to know when it's a sexual thing. Like, I yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I know when I'm, like, yeah, there's a sexual thing involved. Sure. And also, like, sexual things vary in degree as well. Like, there are times where I'm, like, yeah, like, I start on maybe I have a crush on this person, but, like, eh. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm aware and, like, together enough as a human being at this point in my life from, like, great. You know, like. And I think it's also been important for me to realize that and trust that for myself as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, like, kind of trust my own self-awareness with that because of the way that I started to figure out my sexuality. Yeah. Because it, it, it did really catch me super off guard in that particular instance. But, like, 
I've like chronal and come a long way since then. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Like I'm a very different person now. Like I've had a lot of different life experiences since then. And like, it's just like, it doesn't always have to be so goddamn complicated. Like yeah. sometimes things are actually simple. It reminds me of, um, it's one of my favorite scenes in Will and Grace. Um, and it's like, the quickest little thing, but it's, like, it's something that, like, stuck with me from when I saw it when I was, like, young. Yeah. And, like, I think about it all the time. It's a scene where Will and Jack are, like, walking down the street, like, down on the sidewalk, and they're having a conversation, and Jack just goes, hold my hand, and Will goes, what? Okay. And so then they're just, like, walking, like, holding hands, like, yeah. down the street having a conversation, and, like, I'd, like, that, t- I'm, like, ugh. It's so sweet, because it's, it's, like, so neither sweet. of them would ever be together yeah. in real life. Neither, like, they don't, like, they, like flirt with each other all the time, they bicker back and forth, but, like, they would never, ever be together in a sexual manner, and so it's just, like, it's, like, that's it, like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's well, and I think, and I think it's so special when two people can come together in a way where, like, you really do just meet under the right circumstances, no matter what those circumstances are, whether it be friendship, whether it be sexual, whether it be a long-term relationship, whatever it is, if you, if you meet someone on the same page, truly, if it's for five minutes, if it's for five years, if it's for 20, like, whatever it is, like, Mm -hmm. it's so rare, and it's, um, someone, one of my friends was saying the other day, like, you know, like, she feels like you can have, like, a lot of soulmates in life, and Mm I, I totally feel that way, and, like, I have a lot of friends in my life, I wouldn't consider all of them, like, soulmates, but I do think, like, soulmate means a lot of different things, at least to me, where, like, it can mean a really good friend, so when you really pair up with, well, who just really, like, crack something open in her life for mm-hmm. you, or, like, whatever the case may be. I mean, you and I knew each other for years before, like, we really, like, connected. Yeah. Before um, we realized, like, oh, fuck, I love this human. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, like, and, like, we knew each other, we didn't talk, like, we worked together, but, like, that yeah. was it, and, like, four years into that, it was like, oh, hold on, like, what have we been holding ourselves yeah, back like, from? Oh, fuck, we're dumb. <laughs> we should have done this three years ago, yeah. like, and, like, like, thank God that happened when it did, like, I don't know, it's just, I'm, I'm getting stressed because it's just, I, it's, I've, again, stuttering, um, <laughs> really great podcast, <laughs> sorry, it, look, Words. we're out of practice, it's been a while, been a couple weeks, yeah. um, it's our heart. I've been frustrated because I get caught between other people's perceptions, my own perceptions, and what's going on, and blah, 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 and I just, I hope this, like, conversation is useful to somebody. It's definitely useful to me, so. It's useful to me, too, because I think that, like, a lot of the time, um, people are too afraid to talk about that, and, and too afraid of physical intimacy, and, and friendships and lines being crossed and being blurred or whatever. And I well, think it's not. I think. I mean, I think even in. I think even if it's something that we're aware of that that's happening, we don't take the time to articulate it as an issue because mm-hmm. it's. I mean, it's a weird conversation. Like, who are you supposed to have that conversation with? Right, but it's like, like but everybody. <laughs> like, goes hey, can it. I hug you? Like, let's. I mean, it's usually yeah. like a personal struggle. It was like, but everybody goes through it, and so I think it's important to like bring it up and talk about it. Yeah. So if you liked it, <laughs> if you liked it. Tell your friends. Let us know. Let's say something positive, because this was angsty. This was angsty. Uh, Productive, but angsty. Positive, positive. You go first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, I can cut out dinner if I need to. Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like like the most positive thing that I have going on right now is how much I'm really working on being positive. Mm -hmm. And, like, actually, like, actively practicing that. Yeah. Um, Which, for me, is hard. Um, and it's uncomfortable and some days it's harder than others, but I, I don't know. I feel, I feel like I've 
even in the last like month, I feel like I've come pretty far with that. And I don't want to like rest on my laurels and be like done. Cause I'm definitely not. And I have right. a long way to go and like continue to grow. But like, I definitely feel like I'm feeling some of the changes in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I plan to keep doing that work, but like, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice to like feel the change. Yeah. And I really, I really am. I really am like practicing that, um, which is nice. And then on like, just like a superficial level, like I'm glad we're hanging out. It's been a few fucking weeks. I'm glad to be getting back into this. I'm, um, yeah, that's like, yeah, that's definitely a positive. Yeah. Just like like, picking up work and things. I actually like enjoy doing and like continuing to have that as part of my life it's just nice to know that like no matter how busy we both get it's like we have like a standing thing like well like we have to put out an episode so like i'm telling you if you want to like really like see your friends just make sure that you're like doing some sort of work with them you see them way more like my friends who i did this play with we saw each other at time of rehearsal we didn't always get to catch up but it really works yeah it's fucking great like and then it ends up being fulfilling and you're working yeah. on something it's no my great. coworkers who like i became like really close with like now are working together all the time and it's fucking blast like we like really had like a lot of good conversations and like i feel like connected on a like different level because it was like different kind of work that we're doing um and also like a positive for me that like this week after working like I don't do physical labor very often (laughs) Um, Sarah's a construction worker um, and so like but it was actually just pretty rewarding to to like put shit together and, like, see something that, like, I physically helped to build. Yeah. Um, like, as, like, minuscule as it fucking was. And oh, it's yours like, is way better than mine. That's, like, super beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a different one now. <laughs> my turn. <laughs> my Hold turn. on. It's my turn again. Hold on. <laughs> um, but, like, even though it was, like, I probably did, like, less work than most people, like, because I'm just, like, fucking so weak. But, like... But you know what? It's not about that kind of comparison, and you're not weak. Like, you're stronger than you think you are. Yeah, I actually said that to I'm just gonna call you out on that. I'm just gonna be your therapist for a second. I said that to my coworker, and he was just like... He's like, well, that doesn't matter. He's like, I would way rather hire somebody who's, like, a good worker with, like, a positive attitude than, like, somebody who can lift a bunch of shit and, like, build it, but, like, sucks to work with. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Totally. Um, But so it was just like... and I. I was, like, proud of myself because I don't do that kind of work, like, ever. Yeah. And so, for me to do it and, it's like... It's, like, proving yourself wrong about something yeah, that you believe exactly. about yourself. Like, to do it and, like, to do... To actually, like, just fucking do it. Um, and, like, be, like, with a smile on my face most of the time. Like, I was just, like, I can do this. Like... <laughs> yeah, completely. Like, this is something that, like, is an option for me. Like, not necessarily what I want to do with my whole fucking life. But, like, it's just nice to know that, like the barriers that we put on ourselves are not, like... They're not facts. Yeah, they're not facts, and it's yeah. not forever, and, like... Yeah. I th- Yeah, I, th- I think allowing your view of yourself and the things that you believe about yourself to shift and change, like, to tie it right back into the beginning, like, what we wear mm-hmm. and, like, why, like, who we are allowed to present ourselves as in life, mm-hmm. like, allowing that to shift and change is really very freeing yeah and feels fucking great yeah and it's like you're the only one that's putting yourself in that box yeah like just because like you decide to wear something different 
Like, I think that we're so often afraid of, like, but I can't wear this because it's not who I am. It's, like, who's to say? Well, and also, it's it's so funny. Um, like, we'll, I'll promise I'll wrap this up in a second. One of the times that I recently, like, relatively recently, when I was in Israel over the summer, I kind of dressed a little differently a couple times mm-hmm. when I, like, went out at night or whatever. And I was around a bunch of new people who didn't know me and never met me before. And I was like, oh, I feel comfortable and good about myself right now. Yeah. Just... And in that, it's such an objective way to be like, I like what I'm wearing. Nobody fucking knows me. I'm not trying to impress anybody. Like, mm-hmm. I, you very rarely get that kind of neutral little litmus test. And I really did. And I was just like, oh, I can just do whatever I want. Like, that's yeah. that's really nice. And, like, what makes me feel really good one day might be totally different the next day just based on yeah. whatever. But, like, giving myself that space to be like, I feel like doing this right now. Like, this is really fun. And, like, well, also just, like, shopping you... and not looking for, like, oh, this is what I normally wear. Just shopping. I mean, like... What's, like, something fun and cool that maybe I could put together and just yeah. be, allow myself to be creative about it instead of, like, objectifying myself and, if, and like, tearing myself apart? And if, like, something you're wearing makes you happy, people are going to think you look good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. People are going to be like, wow, you look great. Yeah, and you're like, oh, cool. You're like, great, because I feel great, so... And it's, and then it's, and it's so validating when someone says that. Yeah. It is. It Especially is. if you put in the effort. Yeah. So, be nice to each other and... Validate other people. Validate other people. Give somebody a compliment. And connect to people and don't be afraid of that. Give hugs. Yeah. <laughs> Hug people. Hug people. <laughs> Hold hands with your friends. Hold your friend's hand. Um, <laughs> follow us on the social. And follow us on social media. <laughs> We're so annoying. It'll oh make God. you feel just as good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Validate us by following us on social media. We're at the small angsty on Instagram, where we sometimes post things, and Twitter, where we rarely post things. But we're we're working on it. We'll be better about it. We're we're getting back into this. Um, yeah. Um, tell your friends about us if anything that we said resonated with you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> which hopefully it did we put some work into this actually uh, alright thanks guys thanks bye bye